Oh, so, yeah, so we're holding Mamash at, at the end of this, uh, at the end of Chaydesh El, and it's a mimer about Chaydesh El, and uh, we began discussing it last time, we got up to his base, I, I don't want to make any promises or any predictions that we're going to finish it, we probably will not finish it, just based on uh, our history of learning through pieces inside, but uh, at, least, at least we'll be able to get a little bit further. And what we discussed last time is that he said, and he explained that in Elul, it begins the Serusa Belatata, and that goes to Tishrei. Chaydesh Elul is the Anila Daidi, and Daidi Li happens in Chaydesh Tishrei. And he said that what does Anila Daidi mean? What is the Serusa Latata? What is the Serusa Laila? That we, so to speak, call out to the Rabbanishlam, we, so to speak, through our own actions, are Megala the Rabbanishlam, and that's Nisgala in two different ways throughout Rosh Hashanah and Kippur Sukkot. It's Nisgala one way, which is called Smoilai Tachas Roshi, which happens in Mechina of Yira, and that happens during Rosh Hashanah, so it's Mechuvi Yom Kippur, and then it happens in Minit. Which happens during the Yantav of Sukkah. Sukkah is Ahava. Sukkah is when the Rabbanu Shalom is, Maga, you know, is Megala himself in a, in a Bechin of Ahava, not Yira. And those are the two, you know, Daydilis that come as a result of everything that we've done in Chaydish El. So Chaydish El is when we're focused on, you know, discovering the Rabbanu Shalom, like we spoke, we'll see in a minute, you know, uncovering the Rabbanu Shalom, being Megala, that level of relationship of Panim upon him. Anila Daydivadaydili, but it works through Anila Daydi, it works through Esuisla Asata, it works through us beginning the process that we begin, it's Anila Daydi. And then we experience the Dili during Rosh Hashanah, the Saris Mechuva Yom Kippur, that's Dir Shashem Vimatzai, Kruba Isai Karev. When is he Karev? Is the Saris Mechuva? He's Karev during Sukkot, that's Imeri Tachabkeni. That's the, the, the reaction, so to speak, to Elul is the month of Tishrei, when we've done what we're supposed to be doing in Nani Ledaidi, and we're able to experience the Dili during the Yom Tov, Mar Shani, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. And then he just explained what is the difference between. What happens during Elul and what happens during Rosh Hashanah and Kippur Sukkot or during every Yantif? Because we know that Elul, he says, is this galus of the Yirgam Omidus Arachimim. And therefore, his kash was that Lachar El should be a Yantif, a whole Elul, because Elf, if Elul is a gila of the Yirgam Omidus Arachimim, then Lachar shouldn't be a Mechal, it should be a Yantif. So he explained that there is a hefresh between Yom Kippur, which is the ultimate, the highest level of his galus of Yirgam Omidus Arachimim. That's when the Rabban Shem revealed the secret of the Yirgam Omidus Arachimim to Meshar Abenu. After, you know, Chet Egal and Meshar Abenu went up and asked for Kapal. That's like the, the, we say this in Slichas already, we started saying but the, the climax of it really takes place, you know, by Me'ila, that's when really the real Gila of Yudgim Omidus Rachimim. But he says there's a chilik between the Yudgim Omidus Rachimim of Elul and the Yudgim Omidus Rachimim of Yom Kippur. And the chilik is this mashal that he gave of Melech Basada. That when the Melech is in his palace, it's limited to how you can get in who can get in, when they can get in, what they need to be like in order to get in. There's very, very. There's a lot of rules and a lot of regulations and there's a long waiting list and you can't just walk into the king. When the melech is basada, so then you have the ability to be able to interact with the king regardless of who you are, regardless of your position of stature, regardless of what you have or haven't done. You have the ability to interact with the king in a much more you know, practice in a much more personal way than you have when he's sitting in the palace. And that's really Elul, as we'll see. Now we're going to get to in, in Ice Bays, we're going to get to the mashal a little bit more teeth. But that's what happens in Elul. Elul is the Melechaz Basada. So it's not as galus of the Yud Gabalmidis Rachman. It takes place in Yom Kippur when the Melech is in the palace. That's, you know, the Melech is in the Amoinish Shamelech, is Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, is Sukkis, is Amoinish Shamelech. That's when we're in the palace of the king. What happens during Elul is the Rabbanishim comes out to the out to the fields, and therefore, even though our avoda is anila daidi, even though our avoda is suistel asata, we have to begin searching and try to uncover the Rabbanishim. But it's that much easier during Elul. The Rabbanishim makes it easy and accessible because the Melech is in the southeast. We have to uncover the Melech. We have to discover the Melech. We have to create that relationship with the Melech. It's up to us to begin the process. But the Rabbanishim sort of like waiting by our door, saying, "Okay, I'm here. Just just open the door. That's what you need to do. Right? That's the whole shirashirim. It's like the." 
the, the most like uh, the, the most probably emotional part of Shir Shirim is when the daidi comes knocking on the door and the daidi and, and the daidi knocks on the door and and the lover doesn't come you know get out of bed to, to get out to get out to open the door and it's like this tremendous tremendous like uh, the rabbanim is by the door the rabbanim is waiting by the door pasha the rabbanim is waiting by the door you know I need the kol daidi deifik pasha the rabbanim is waiting they're calling out kol daidi deifik peschuli and and the daidi doesn't get up and doesn't get out of bed and says I'm in bed and I don't have time to get up now and it's it's is that that's what happens during Elul and that's what we mm-hmm. mentioned last time is that the yira of Elul the fear of Elul is not a fear of a yira sa'inish it's a fear of the opportunity of the melech being basada and me not actualizing that time that the melech's here he's right here I have the opportunity to ask him for whatever I want I have the opportunity to interact with him in a way that I can't do when he's in Armonish Shamalach and I haven't taken that opportunity properly and therefore the melech is basada is this galus of yirgalom that happens during Elul. And that's our opportunity to be able to create a relationship. That's all what he said at the beginning of Aleph. And then he said one more thing, which is in order to really understand what the goal of a relationship with Hashem is, we have to understand a concept called Panim B'Panim. That the real goal of our relationship with Hashem is to create a relationship of Panim B'Panim. We mentioned in the Tanya share a few times that there's a concept of a relationship with Hashem which is called Acherayim, and this Panim B'Panim. Right? This, this goes, goes into a lot of the Kavanos of Rosh Hashanah, which I talk about in Rosh Hashanah, the concept of Achar V'Kadam, Tzertani, the concept of being Achar B'Achar, that Adam and Chabu originally created back-to-back, Daf Pertufim, then there was a Asira game, and Asira, then they created Panam B'Panam. But that, that concept, that relationship of, you know, the Rabbanu that, that we're yearning for is Yara Hashem Panam which he said comes from the name of Kel, the Chesed Kel Kol the name of Kel is a name which is Kel Hashem V'Yarli, the the or, the or of the Rabbanu Shalom, Hashem Panam is when the Rabbanu Shalom is able to be Nizgala to you and you, your relationship to him is in a relationship of Panam B'Panam. When the crew and face each other, that's Panam B'Panam, that's a relationship we are, there's direct relationship between the Mashpia and the Makabal. There is no, there's no separation. It's not a chirayim. It's not being thrown over the shoulder. It's the relationship that happens between the Rabban Shalom and Klal Yisrael in a relationship of Panam Panam. And that's the whole of That's what we say, you know, you know, as Panecha Hashem Avakesh. What does it mean, as Panecha Hashem Avakesh? We're searching for the Bikr, we have a Bikr, we have a Bikr, we have a relationship with Hashem. That's what it means. It's Panecha Hashem Avakesh. We're looking for We're looking for the panemius of what it means to have a relationship with Hashem. That's what Elul is. Elul is the goal is ultimately to have that relationship, which is a real relationship, a relationship upon him, upon him. And therefore, we have this opportunity because the Melech is in the Sada to create upon him, upon him a relationship in a way which is easier and more accessible than we have throughout the year. And therefore, even though it's a scholar of Yudgamomid Sarachman, a tough gap is in a weekday. Because that's the point. The point is that it's not a Shabbos, it's not a Yantif, it's not, it, it's happening in the field, it's happening as you're working, as you're, like, you know, we mentioned last time, like, as you're playing, I think I mentioned this about the, about the playing ball, like, as you're playing ball, like, Doshiva, I mentioned this last time, I think so, but I, I think I mentioned, I think, you know, in, in, in camp, like, when I was in, I mentioned the woman's chair. This was isn't even the woman's chair. I mentioned that, you know, when I was in camp, in, the, in, in camp called Torah, so, like, you know, the, on Shabbos afternoon, you can go, we, we used to go to like Rabchan Stein, we used to go to like Meshkech over there, we used to go into them, like they used to bring our bunks in. But then we'd also be playing baseball, and like, you know, we're sixth graders playing baseball, and Rabchan Stein walks by the baseball field. And like, it, it, it's like a hole that you're not changing, and you're not wearing a white shirt, and you're in the middle of sweaty and this, and like the kids would run over and try to like shake his hand, and his hands are full of dirt. But that's a Melech's Basada, it's, it's an opportunity that happens, and, and it's Gufa happens in the weekday, because that's the might of Chaydash El, is that it's not a Shabbos, it's not a Yantav, it's a regular mundane weekday, but the ability to be able to connect to the Melech, melech Basada happens after during Chaydash El. So that's really what we've been discussing up until now in Aiz Aleph, and now we'll make sure we'll go right there, we're up to Aiz Beis, we're on page Lamed Beis, Lamed Beis, Lamed Beis, Lamed Beis, Aiz Beis, yeah. Or the, I don't really understand that. No, so what? So the the, the goal is is that if we if we if we 
utilize the opportunity during Elul to create a relationship with the Melech when he's in the Sada. So now we have an in when he goes back into the palace. Because now, now we know him and now he knows us. And now we've created that Kesha with him. So now he's going to go back to the palace. But we, we, have, we have the golden ticket to get back in. So technically, but then why is El not really Tishrei? Well, Tishrei is only for its VIP section. The, mice, if want, if the, if the end goal is to be close to Banishla, then technically El should be so much more, it should be better than Tishrei. Right, but, there's, the, the, but there's also a chasarn when the Melech is in the Sada, that it's not the full grandeur of who the Melech is. The Melech, you know, it, it's, it's not in the palace. It's not with all the Malchus of the king. It's not happening. Tishrei is Malchus of the Hashem. Tishrei is Yemina Tachapkeini and Shmueli Tachas Reishi. Tishrei is the Rabban Hashem in his full, you know, glory, so to speak. And that doesn't happen during El, but because it comes down to us, is a mile and a chazarn. The chazarn is that it's not the full, the full picture of, you know, the way the king is meant to be on his throne with all the servants. And it, it's not, that's not who he is. He's traveling. You know, you see sometimes he... You can see a Rosh Hashiva and he's traveling like, you know, he can be in business class and he can be sitting in the front of the plane, but that's not, the Rosh Hashiva is supposed to be in his yeshiva, surrounded by Svarim, with the Shtender, like, he's not in his full glory right now, so he's in a compromised position. Now, your ability, your access to him is much greater, but he's not in his full glory. So the goal is that during Elif, we utilize the time properly. If it's Anila Daidi, then we're going to feel the Daidi lead during, during Tishrei because now we've been in with the king. We've created that relationship during Elul, then now he knows who we are and we come back to the palace, we're not a stranger. Now we've made friends, so to speak, with the king. Now we have the ability to go back to get the, the daily leader in Tishrei. Uh, Maybe. You don't get anything. Right, right. to go. Maybe more once now. He's in more than palace now. We were the ones that made you. Right. You don't get anything out Right. But but and that itself is getting something, which means you get chuba. We'll see. We'll see. The part of chuba is the way to create the relationship is through chuba. That's what we're going to see. base. Hashem is more behimatsai in these ten, in the ten days of the Seismai Chuvah. Right, in a different way, which means he, he's open for the concept of Chuvah. We're going to see, once we get the ice base, we'll see what the concept of Chuvah is and how to actualize Chuvah, and then we'll see that there's a chilik between <coughs> Elul and, you know, Rosh and Kippur. And we'll see, uh, again, as, as much as we get to, we'll see in ice base. What, you know, now, now that we know, which means the goal of ice base is now that we know the Melch is in the Sada, what do we do? How do we, how do we access him in the Sada? So, again, he's accessible, he's around, he's there. He's waiting for us to just do what? What do we do to get that our, you know, that our panecha? How do we make sure that we have Yisashem panavelecha? How do we make sure that we have Hashem, Hashem orli, that the or of Hashem is shining towards me? Li Hashem, you know, what was Lashanam? Kel Hashem lanu. How do we make sure that we get that Kel Hashem? Kel is chesed, Kel chesed, Kol Hayayim. Chesed Kel, Kel Kol Hayayim. How do we make sure that we access that, you know, opportunity of Melech Pasadis? That's what he says in Eiz Beis. Vihine. Yeish pa'adam v'chinas ir moishev v'chinas sada umidbar. A person has a bechin of an ear and a moishev, which means a city and a dwet, you know, place which is you know people live in. Sada umidbar. So he puts together the word sada midbar. Maybe we'll see a little bit later that sada midbar are really two different, you know, different aspects. Really, he's putting seems to be to be getting putting together ear and moishev are one, which means ear and moishev just means a place which is populated, a place which you live in. And sada and midbar are places which are not populated, places which you don't live in. We'll see the melech is in the sada. The melech is not in the midbar. The melech specifically is in the sada. That was the mashal he gave. Is the melech in the sada? So we'll see. In a minute, maybe what that is. Midbar. So what's midbar? And then he jumps to midbar. He leaves out the sada, but we'll see how it, how it ties in a little bit. Midbar, he erits lezerua. Shema meisim vadiburim amachshavas hashalei l'shanaima, which means the same way we know that an adam is an ilam katan. Every person is a small, you know, a, a, a miniature, you know, a miniature of the whole world. 
And the same way in the world, there are various parts of the world, the parts of the world which are populated, and parts of the world which have never been populated, parts of the world which you can't live in, parts of the world which you can't live in. So in a person itself, there are parts of a person's neshama that are populated. Populated means that have been utilized for what they're meant to be used for. And the parts that are erz parts that are not done and not utilized and not planted and not plowed and it's not hazerim, edima, etc. They haven't been done and haven't been actualized. The potential hasn't been tapped into yet. So midbar, is the part of a person. Which are not Lasham. And again, we've had this Lasham in Tanyal. We're not even talking about when a person is done in Avera. We know that the word Sitra Achra will end this in Tanya. Sitra Achra doesn't mean in Avera. Loyla Hashem Hema is the exact Lasham that he uses in Tanya when he describes things that are not being the Yachid or Banisham, things that are not connected specifically. Loyla Hashem Hema. Is already sitra achar. It's achar. It's just it's it's so elahem acherim. Ela afilu gamin yani hatter. Rak shehem and yonim shein shrich lavaydas Hashem. Udvarim betelim harei lav urcha demalka leishtei bemila dehidyata. It's not the urcha demalka to 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 be in those places. So which means that the melech is normally naturally in an ear and a moshe. That's where the melech lives. The melech is in a place which is inhabited. And kaviyachal the rabbanish ladam dwells normally. In a place which is inhabited by Maisim Taib and Torah and Mitzvahs. Vasili Miktesh Veshechanti Veseichem, Veseichem, Veseichel and Emer Ela Veseichem, Veseichel Echad Veechad. Where does the Rabbanisham, where is the Shras Shechina? In the place which is Mavatal itself to Hashem. Like we learned in Tanya, that any person that has any Gaiva, any person that does any Maisim that are his own Ratzin, so then you're pushing out the Ragle Shechina, being Deichek Ragle Shechina, and there's no space Kaviyachal for the Rabbanisham. So Mela, where is the Orcha de Malka? Where does the Melech hang out? Where is the Melech create his palace? In Amir, in Amosha, in the capital of the city, in the place that's the most densely populated place within his kingdom, that's where, that's where he's going to put his palace. You don't put his palace in, you know, in, in, in a quiet village. You put it in the most densely populated place, which in the Nimshal means that the Rabbanisham dwells in the place that's most densely populated with Torah and Mitzvahs. This is a continuation of that quote of the Pasuk in Yermia, which he says, is which means that a person doesn't dwell in Eretz Lezerua. It's referring to a Midbar. What does it mean, that a person hasn't dwelt? Pirish, Pirish who k'maisha kasav, but al demusa kisei demus k'mara adam. We know that in the mara of Yecheskel Yisov al demusa kisei and the demus of the kisei of the rabbanim is the demus of the mara of adam. Lo yashav sham kiviyasali mikdash v'ashechanti b'seichem ksev. So which means that place is a place where not just the adam, which means a physical person. Again, in the in the mashal it means a midbar. Nobody lives in the midbar, and in the nimshal it means that in the eretz loizerua, in a place which hasn't been. You know, established as a makam for Ashras Hashchina. So then, the Adam, which is a reference to the Adam Elyum, which is the Adam Alakise, right? We know that we are created in the Selam of the Kim, right? The Selam of the Kim, Asas Adam. The Rosh made us in the Selam of the Kim. So there's a Demus of, you know, there's an Adam Elyum, which is called, there's Adam Atachtan, we're the Adam Atachtan. There's an Adam Elyum, which is a Demus of Adam, which is Alakise, right? And that's the, the ten spheres are, you know, connected to the to the Adam Elyum. And that's where it comes from. Our bodies are just a muscle to, you know, something that's taking place up there. And in Mela, the Adam, layashev Sham Adam, which means that Adam, the, which means the Ashras HaShchina doesn't dwell in a place which is Eretz Lezerua. So if a person doesn't create its space, if a person's not involved in Torah Mitzvahs, so then that part of a person's Neshama is called the Midbar. So again, there's parts of your parts of your Neshama that are, are an ear, or a Moshe. There's parts that are populated well, parts that have a lot of people, or a lot of Torah Mitzvahs living over there. And there are parts that are Pashan Midbar. It's Pashan desolate. There's nothing there because it's involved in things so now, now the goal obviously is is to create population in all places. To create a shras in all places. Which means inside of every single person. To be able to have 
Ashrasashina. Now in the Midbar, and in the Sada, there is no Ashrasashina. The palace is not in the Sada, and the palace is not in the mid in the Midbar. So what is the Eitzah Yutza? What is the what is the Eitzah for a person to be able to be Magala, the palace, the Ashrasashina in that place which is called the Midbar? The Eitzah Yutza is that. He makes it ubikashta misham asavayelakecha. We just said in last week's parsha, ubikashta misham, and you'll be mevakesh from vir asavayelakecha pirish. What does that mean? Kehi makes it vayar lekem asar kitoyf. The Rebbeinu Shem saw at the beginning of creation that kitoyf will pursue Rezal. Because I'll say in the Medrash over there, kitoyf laganzai that it was good to hide it. Shebechinas ar shebechinas ar is a pnimius or tzayni is baruch yesh bekal echem echem Yisrael. Right, we mentioned in our Isa Aleph that every Yid, the name Yisrael, means that every Yid has the name of Kel inside of him, right? Sar, like Shar, it's, it's Shaira on a person in the name of Kel. We said the Aleph, huh? Gerstin. This is the Gerstin? Oh, we said over here also, in, in this first. Yeah. Right, in, in Tanya, in this first, in this first part of Kutzar. We said over here that Kel, maybe I said over there also, I don't know. Maybe I said over there also that Kel is, Yisrael is Shar Kel, that it's Shaira over the Kel, and the Yud. Yud means, Yud means that it's something that's there constantly, right? Like that, like us, Yasha, Yasha means that it's there constantly. Yud means that it's something that's in constant, in constant being, in constant existence. And that every Yid has a Shrash but but it's not revealed, which means why don't I feel that Yasha Kel? Why don't I feel the connection to Hashem? Why don't I feel that I are Him? Because it's Toiv Lugansai. But Yara Lekim is a Ar Kitoiv. The Barashim saw the Ar Kitoiv. What is the Ar Kitoiv? The Panimius of the Ar of the Rabbanish to love Right? That's what we said. The Ar Azu, the Ar that we spoke about in Ois Aleph. Which is Yor Hashem Panavilecha, which is Hashem Kel Hashem Yor Lanum. That R is the R that the Rosh saw at the beginning of creation, and he hit it. Right. So again, when we, when we were little kids, we learned about that there was a you know a light that was blinding, and the Rosh hit it because it was too it was too blinding. What, what does that mean? It was a light that was blinding. It means that there's an Aris Panam that was there at the beginning of creation. The Rosh was Ganaz it. He hid it inside of all of creation, and specifically he hid it. What's the goal of hiding it there? It's for us to uncover it, for us to discover it, for us to make sure that the Aris Panim doesn't happen in a way where it's just but it happens in a way that it's that we go ahead and we uncover the Aris Panim. So the Rosham saw that the Ur was Kitoiv. What was it Toiv to do? To, to be Ganazek, because that's the purpose of creation, is that the Rosham hides the Ur Kitoiv, he hides the Pneumius of, of the relationship with him, and the goal of life is to reveal it. What is our all of light, light is a muscle for the pnimius of Ritzanius Barach, Yesh Bekal Echad Meisrael, Ella Shabachin is Esther, Behalamoid, it's hidden Betivai, Vitzarach Legalis, Eitzer Shalirashamayim, right? That's why the Lushan is Eitzer Shalirashamayim, Eitzer means a storehouse. Storehouse is something which is locked up, but there's an Eitzer of Yerushamayim hiding inside of every Yid, and the goal is just to be Megala, that which is already there. We'll see this when we get to Tanya. Well, Tanya's Megala to us that there's something called the Hava Mesuteris, that hiding underneath everything a Yid has or hasn't done, there's a natural, natural tendency of every single Yid is to have tremendous Hava Tashem. Like we said in Isalaf, that every Yid is willing to be Maisu Nefesh to the Rabban Shalom. And that comes because of the tremendous, it's, it's a Hava, which is the Aris Panam, which calls the Malamitam Vadas. And that's the ability for every Yid to be Maisu Nefesh. That comes from a Hava Mesuteris. So the Rabban Shalom hid the, Ar, the Arkitaif. Right? So he didn't hide it like in some hiding spot. He hid it inside of you. Inside of every single Yid is hiding the Arkitaif. And it's gone as the Rabban is Taiv Laganza. He hid it inside of us for us to be Megal of the Aris Panam, to be Megal of the Aris Panam inside of us. Fine. So that's all, and that's creation itself. Creation itself means Hester Panim. 
Creation itself means a bunch of hit something. What he hide? He hid the archetype. We already hide it. He hid it inside of every single yid. Taiv Luganzai is inside of every yid. Now, that's all creation. Creation itself means that he was gone as the art. But now there's another problem. Instead of a yid sometimes going ahead and uncovering the light, instead of taking a shovel and digging in order to uncover that ha'aris upon him, there are times when through a person's actions, a person does the exact opposite. A person takes dirt and puts it on top of that aris, puts it on top of the ar kitaif, the mojim is gunas. So you can imagine, you know, there's a treasure, there's a which is hidden underneath. So this X marks the spot. So you have a shovel and you have to go ahead and dig in order to get to that ar kitaif, in order to get to that Instead of doing that, you go ahead and you take a pile, you take a bulldozer, and you just pile on more and more and more dirt on top of that. So instead of it now being in a, a place which you've now dug underneath in order to create a makam of Ashras Hashchina, on the contrary, instead of it just being ganaz, he says, that those where it got lost. What does it mean it got lost? There's a difference between hiding something and losing something. Right? If I hide something, that means that I know where it is and I add it away. It's there. It's X marks the spot. I know where it is. I just I have to dig to uncover it. So it, as soon as I'm born, as soon as every kid's born, there's an, ar- there's an archetype which is hidden there. And I hid it there because it has value. And it's hidden inside of me. And the goal is to just uncover it. But if it's an Aveda, Aveda means that I lost it. Now I don't know where it is. So it's not, there's no more X marks the spot. I don't know where to find it. I don't have the shovel anymore. I don't have the ability to be able to uncover it because as opposed to uncovering it, I just covered it over more so much so that now I'm lost and I don't know where it is. Right? Like David Melch says, you know, I'm lost. I'm lost like a sheep. I'm I'm wandering around from place to place. David Melch calls out the Rosh You call me. I haven't forgotten, but I don't know where to find you. Right? When the sheep doesn't know where to find the shepherd, that's the saddest thing. Right? And when Kalal Yisrael, instead of Saying, we know, we believe, and we understand that there's an archetype hidden inside of us. Instead of doing that, we've covered it over more and more and more to the point that we, it, it's just desolate. It's a midbar. Right? You ever try to find something in, in a desert, you're never going to find anything. Right? There's sand and sand and sand, and you can't What's dig the in the sand, and it's not. Huh? The return is not even there for one Right. It's 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 because you're not searching. You're not in the process of searching. On the contrary, it's it's now it's 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 a need it's a needle on a haystack. It's not. It's not that it's lost. It's harder harder to to dig up. Two separate things. I, mean, I might know where it is, but it's a job. You don't know where it is. You lost, you lost, you lost sight of it. It's, a, it's just a desert now. It's just sand. It's not a backyard where you know it's under the oak tree, and you know that that's where the treasure is, and it's very, very clear. Yeah, but if I know it's just, within me, it just it might be covered very heavily. Oh, I, so, I, know, uh, I know it's within me, so, so the, it's going to take me much longer time to uncover it. So the knowledge of knowing that it's that it's within you is part of the tshuva process. That's that's, we'll see. We'll see that that's part of how I how I'm evakish it is the fact that I'm looking for it, right? Which means the very the very fact that I know that it's somewhere hidden inside this midbar and I'm going to look for it is already part of the tuva process. I, I re- so now wait, wait a second. You believe that it's the orkito is hidden inside of you, and you're going out and you're taking out a shovel and you're looking. It's going to be hard, and you're going to be that guy with the metal detector on the beach, spending hours and hours to try to find that coin from the 1800s and. It's going to be very hard, and you're probably not going to hit the treasure right away. It's not it's not like it used to be. It's not as you know surface level as it used to be. But the very fact that you're searching for it means you're ready in the process of tshuva. That's part of getting the arispanim. Is that now I'm I'm back in the process. I'm back in the game of trying to find the treasure of Right. So those where it's not just nignas by him because that's creation means that the mushroom hid the light. That's part of being created. Is that the mushroom hid the light when you were standing? You know when you're in your mother's womb and shemayim this. Or you know, Ner Darla Kalrosha in Rayma Seifel Namat Seifer. Then the Arispanim is very, very clear. Now there's no Arispanim. It's Ganas. But now instead of it just being Ganas through Averis, through doing things which are wrong, the Sada and the Midbar, a person now hid it in a way which is it's hard to find. The Eishmi Shubachinis Aveda Etzlay Bechinis Galus. 
Now that Nitzitzel Akos, which is inside of you, that Arkitoiv, is now no longer hidden by you. Now it's Bechinus Golas. Now it's, it's Golas. Golas means it's wandering. It's Nov and Nod. It's, it's wandering from place to place. It doesn't have a, a, clear, a clear space. Right? Part of Golas means that, that there is no X marks to spot because it's, it's moving. It's just, it's moving from place to place. It doesn't have a place to dwell. If that Shras Hashkin has a place to dwell, so now you can find where it's dwelling. But if it's not dwelling in any place, it's in Golas. It's moving. It's an exile moving, moving from place to place. It's a moving target. So it's much, much harder to find. It's, it's very, very difficult. You know, like you go to those arcade things and like the basket moves. Now it's much, much harder to throw the ball in when the basket's that's like they have a hard. moving basket. Huh? Yeah, that's yeah but we, we, we prefer, <laughs> when it comes to the Banishan, we prefer the Lachat Chila, not to, not to get stuck in that. Uh... Right, exactly. I know. Dover Shavu the Eslay. Who bechin is Golas? Who bechin is Nisus Elikos? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, but not for not for this. Not not yeah. Not for the sake of this. Yeah. I said. Sadik says that that's you know that that's the taste of somebody who says I'm rech tavasha. The person says I can do it. I feel the I get to the level of makom shvali chuba. That's the extreme opposite of of Kask. That's the Ishbutzim. Right. Alzenemar ubi So that's what the when the pasuk's talking about ubi kashdem isham. It's the pasuk that we just mentioned, you know, a minute ago. It was the pasuk of "Ubikashta misham as Hashem alekecha." What does it mean? "Ubizeu esavah the eighth bechin zaved etz bechin zgalz valzanim ubikashtem shetevakesh v'tachampesh." Now, now I'm in the process of bikush. The ain chipas achraveda ela achraveda chipas means that I'm I'm searching for something. I'm not uncovering, digging for something that I know is there and I know where it is. It's not hard to do. Now I'm searching for something. I'm in the in the process of chipas. I don't know where in the field it is. I don't know where in the midbar it is. That's the pasuk says. What am I looking for? Not havaya. Havaya elakecha. Elakecha is el is the name kel, but it's elakecha. It's my kel, which means what am I looking for when I'm searching for? After I've done an avera, I'm searching for the nitzitz elakus, which is hiding in gullus inside of me. It's elakecha. I'm looking for that nitzitz, which is my kel, the name of kel Hashem v'yar lanu, and that's what I'm looking for inside of me. Which means you can only look for it, right? Every, every mother says, you know, I lost my shoes. Where, where did you lose your shoes? If I know where I lost my shoes, I don't I have to look for them, right? But, but there's a truth to it, which means did you lose them in the house or did you lose them in school? Did you lose them in the playground? You have to search in the realm of the place that you lost them from. Therefore, what does the Pasuk say? Again, this is the Pasuk talking about Shuvah. A person's now in the Bechin of a Sadr or Midbar, which means the Shechin is not Shuri there, which means that the Ar Toiv that the Rabbanu hid inside of you, was God is inside of you, now move from being Ganaz to being Naved, to being lost. And now you're searching for it. What does the Pasuk say? The Pasuk gives us very, very clear directions how to do Shuvah. Ubi Kashtam. Bikashtam means that I'm looking for an Aveda. Meisham, over there, which means in the place where it got lost. I'm going to see in a second what that means. I'm looking for Havaya to come Elekecha. I'm looking for the name Havaya, which is, you know, Lamala from everything, to come Elekecha, to become my God, to have that name of Kel Hashem to reach the level of Aris Panim, Panim Panim, where Yar Hashem Panim Elecha. Where does it happen? It happens in the place of Shem. You want to know where to be able to find the Rabbanu Shalom? You have to be able to go back and search through the actions that you've done that covered him over, that covered over that needs to tell us. So, where is Bikashtam? 
over there, which means what caused you to lose that relationship? What caused you, instead of finding the Aragonas inside of you, to cover it over was the Averis that you've done. Weird, how do you do tshuva? You have to go back to that makim, like this, the Rambam says, in that Oise makim, and Oise man, you have to go back to that place and you have to be able to do tshuva from within the things that you've done wrong. The Debura, Machshavas, Maisim that you've done, which were not wrong. Kivashen Zeh, Hudavar Sheyachal Mamesh Laharis, Kivashen Zeh, Hudavar Sheyachal Mamesh Laharis, Allah Ba'etzpai, Asher Yemelov Ki Hu Zeh, V'yev Shalom Ekach Rakal HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Another title with the word Sham means. Sham means the place that I lost it. But Sham also means anything that's not Hashras Hashkina. Why? The name Zeh, Zeke Levan Vey, right? Asad Akadish Baruch Allah says, Machal Litzadikim, we should be reading Machal Echad Vechad Marabet Spoy, Zashem Kivim Allah, right? By the Yam, what do we say? Zashem, right? Zeke Levan Vey. It's always a Zeh. Zeh means anything that you can be able to experience. In a very, very clear way. Zez, Zeis is also a, you know, the chain of that as well. Zem means something I can point to and I can point very, very clear. Sham means something that, that's, that's lost. Sham means it's, it's not there. Zaktabal Tanya, the, the word Sham is always a reference to the concept of Golos, to the concept of the concept of a star, Hester Panam. The word Zeh is always the, is always the concept of Zeke Levan of Hashras Hashchina. So Mamela will be Kashtamisham. Go search over there. Over there doesn't just mean a physical place. Over there means the things that I've done that created an aspect called Sham. Right, what does the Rabbanu Shem say about Matan Torah by Shabbos? Just thinking this today is Chazin and Sofer, right? The Rabbanu Shem says, you know, be makabel the Torah for Im Lav Sham Take for So everybody asks, what do you mean Sham Take for Should be Pay Take for but the Rabbanu Shem saying that what is the kfura of a yid who is not makabal Torah? The beginning of sham, which means what happens when you're not makabal Torah? You turn into a sham. Sham means that everything you don't have the zeh anymore. You lost zeh kelevan veil. Matan Torah was a neichev alakech. The Rabbanu was magala. You lost zeh, and now you're in sham. So that's the big sham is kfura. That's the biggest kfura. Is and as Mamish like hey, the lashon of kfura as Mamish what he's talking about is that it got buried deeper and deeper underneath in the sun in the middle and I was lost. That's mam sham take for Ascham. That's what it means, that you lost the ability to have that, that concept called Sham. And that's, that, that's what I'm sure it means. That's what the Pasuk also says about, uh, it says, you know, the Pasuk says, uh, it means that also, like when, when it talks about that, you know, the, the, when it talks about Yitzis Mitzrayim, the Pasuk says also, it says, um, the Banshim took us out Meisham, a reference to, what, what does it mean? Again, it's a, a literal Taich, it's a reference to Mitzrayim. It's from Mitzrayim, but it means much more than that. The one Shem took us out of Sham. What is Sham? Sham is anything that's not as galas of a cause. Mitzrayim is a Hesterpana. Mitzrayim is where the power is covering it over. It's a Shari Toma. Covering it over is Sham. So the one Shem took us out of Sham and he brought us to Zen. That's the concept, that's the purpose of life, is to go from Sham to Zen, to go from something which is intangible, something which I don't, can't point my finger to because it's not here, and to be able to get to the place of Zek Kedavan Veyu. So where do you have to go search if you want to find that Aragonus, which was hidden, if you want to search for it, again, you're searching for it like you lost something, you're searching for it with a, you know, with a, with a metal detector, trying to find it underneath the ground, where do you look for it? Sham, look for it in the place of Sham, because that's where you are, you're in the place of Sham, and because Sham is what created the ability to, for you not to be able to find it, not to find it in a, in, in a proper way. And therefore it's Bikashta Misham Isavadakha. Just skip a, a, a little bit. Skip from Vizel Darsha. I just I want, I want to see if we can finish at least this paragraph to Ach Mishapaiga Baizu Machshava. It's like a, it's like five, seven, eight lines down. The first one in the word is Machshava. The first one in the line is Machshava. Ach Mishapaiga Baizu Machshava Idibur. Vakoshakin Maisa. Right, we know we learned in Tanya the Machshava Dibra and Maisa. He may alzen emer bekash the misham. The handushi fashvish b'maisa v'ashaloi taivim. But alzen, but al yedezes. And what happens? Right. So again, he's giving us the very, very 
practical breakdown of what happens when a person doesn't have hair. You do it, you create it in the world, and your goal in the world is to uncover the un- uncover the alakus, which is hidden inside. You do an avera, you've just covered it over, and now not only did you cover it over in the same spot, now it's in the process of goals, now it's a moving target, now you don't have the ability to find it. How do you how do you how do you get back to the place? You have to search. Where do you search? You search Misham. That's the that's where you look for. What are you looking for? Avaya now, what happens when I search it? What should I do? So I'm searching in the place. Now I know where to search. I know what I'm searching for. And I know why I'm searching because I know that I lost it. Now, what, how do I search? What do I do? Do I dig? Do I, do I, you know, what's the process? What does the process look like of searching? Very, very simple. Through the searching, which means through the making through the understanding of what my maizid, machshava, a deeper, and maizid have done. And now his heart starts shaking. And now he turns to the Rabban Shalom and, and the Rabban Shalom has Rachmanus on him. That's the Pasha Taich. The Pasha, we'll see another Taich. He's about to say in a second. Which means the process of tshuva is the recognition itself that I've lost something that's my essence. I've lost something which is crucial to what it means to be alive, which I've lost at Zeh Kelevan Veyu, and I'm now no longer living in Zeh. I'm living in a place which is called Shem, where things are not able to be defined. Things are not tangible. My relationship with Hashem is not Panam upon Him. It's Achairayim. And the Mela, that's what I'm, that's what I'm lacking. And the Mela, I have an Antmas Nefesh. I feel bad for myself and for the needs it's a cost inside of me, which is lost. And Pasha, that Rachmanus that I have is what allows me to then be able to uncover it. And he says, that's the Taish in the Pasuk, that V'yashiv el Hashem v'yirachameyu. The Pasha Taish in the Pasuk is V'yashiv el Hashem, return to Hashem v'yirachameyu, and Hashem will have Rachmanus in you. Zakta b'altani and av v'yirachameyu, Hashem will have Rachmanus in you. Da'aynu she'ya'ire rachamem rabim al-nitzis al-kosha v'soycha v'bechinnes goles. You have to have Rachmanus on yourself on the Nitzis HaLakos inside of you that got lost as Bechin Galas. When a person's stuck in an Avera, when a person's stuck in a place where it's Sham and not Zeh, a person has to think about the fact that there's a Nitzis HaLakos inside of me, and a Shama inside of me, a Chelek HaLakayim Imam inside of me, which is now in the process of Galas. And a person has to Pasha Bima'uri Rachamim on that Chelek HaLakayim Imam inside of him and feel bad for the fact that that Chelek HaLakayim Imam is now in the process of Galas. Va'al Zenamar V'yakov Asher Padas Avram. That's what it means, the Yaakov, that the Pasuk says, Kayam Hashem Lebeis Yaakov, Asher Padas Avram. Pashas, it means that the bunch of talking to Kali, so he's saying Asher Padas Avram. He's talking to the Beis Yaakov and saying Asher Padas Avram. Zakta Baltanya, Ki Midas Yaakov, Yemidas Rachmanas. What is Yaakov? Yaakov represents Rachmanas, right? Ferris is Rachmanas. It's Chasek Vura, and Yaakov Avinu is Rachmanas. Rachmanas is the, 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 the you know, bringing together of Chasen and Gvura is the concept of Rachmanas. Sha'al Yedei Zeh, what does a Pasik mean? That Yaakov Asher Pada Savram. Not that the Banisham is talking to Klai Son saying, I was Pada Savram. I took the Banisham, I took Avram Avinu out of all the Torahs that he was in. But Asher Pada Savram, that Yaakov Avinu, the Midah of Yaakov Avinu, is going to be Pada Avram. Meaning what? Every person has Avram inside of him. What is Avram inside of you? Is the Chesed inside of you, the Hava that you have, the Avam Suteris. Hiding inside of you is called Avram. I think the Chedush very famously said, and the Sfasamis brings down in multiple places, that on the Pasuk of the Bracha, we say, Baruch HaTashem, Mogin Avram, that what does Mogin Avram means? The Rosh put a Mogin, there's a shield around the Avram inside of every single Yid, which is called the Hava that every single Yid has to the Rosh Hashem. And that, no matter what, is done to a person, you can't touch that. That's called the Havim Esoteris. The Baltani calls it, he calls it Magan Avram, but it's, it's the, the spark of Yiddishkeit, the Nitzitzel Kos, he called it the Pintel Yid. Call it whatever you want, but it's, it's that, huh? 
Yeah, then you call them Nukuda Taiva, you could call the Yechida, you can call it many, many names, but it's that Nitzit Sevelakos inside of you, then a Shama the Chelik of the Kaimel, which can't be tainted. That's called Mogan Avram, there's a, there's a protection around that Avram that can't be touched. Zakta, Zakta Baltanya, Yaakov is Padas Avram. When a person has Rachmanus on the Nitzit Sevelakos inside of him, that's able to be Paida, it's able to take Avram out of jail. Avram right now is the Nitzit Sevelakos inside of you. That's the Ahava Mesuteris, which again, naturally is Mesuteris. That's the way it's created in a way that it's, that, it's, that it's Hester, it's hidden. But now instead of it being hidden, now it got lost. When you have Rachmanus on yourself and Rachmanus on what took place, when a Yid did an Avera, that itself, the Rachmanus, the Yaakov Avinu, the Midah of Yaakov, is able to be Padda Sevram. So Pashat, having Rachmanus on yourself, having Rachmanus on the Nitzitz Elokos, the Chelek Alekami Ma'al Mamash inside of you, and what it's gone through through your Avera, so B'kashtami Shamas Avayi Lekecha, that itself is Padda Sevram. Right? He's called Avinu because every year has a chilek of Avram inside of him. That's what it means, Avinu. Right? The Russians say, Chazal say, the only three of them are called Avis, which means we all have a chilek of Avram. It's a kanak inside of us. We as Brock are Davua. Right? We said in Aisal, the Brokadaravuah means that the same way a leg doesn't have an independent existence and a leg just goes along with the brain, so to Klal Yisrael is Banam Atavsham Lakechem, Yisrael are Banam Tashem, and that means that we have a, we have a, we have a Kesher, a natural, a natural Kesher, Brokadaravuah, to the Rabbanish Lalam, which means that we're connected to Hashem. And therefore, it's Brokadaravuah, the battle of the Chalabur, to be battled to the Rabbanish Lalam. And the Mela, what the goal of Tshuva is, well, Tani is telling us it's very simple. The goal of Tshuva is Bakash Mishamas How do you do that? What does the Bikish look like? The Bikish looks like sitting and recognizing what happened to my what happened to my Mal. What happened to my Nishama when I was involved in things that pulled me away from the Rabbanishlam as opposed to brought me back, right? Just imagine, right? You imagine, you know, it's it's it's, it's you know, you can imagine that journey song of like the, the Nishama like, you know, refusing to come down to El and it doesn't want to come down, and finally it comes down to the Malach. You know, you're hearing the song, the Malach convinces him to go down. You know, there's Torah being learned over there and there's Avodah. It'll be good for you down in Elam Hazah. Now imagine just, imagine what the, the, you know, if there would be the middle part of the song, which I don't think there is. The middle part of the song where the Neshama comes down to this world and then the Neshama gets scammed. Right? Instead of it coming down to this world and doing Torah and Tayyim, the person who the Neshama came into instead is doing things which are wrong, speaking Lashonara, is not being Shemiz and I, is not keeping Shabbos properly, is not coming to Davening in time, is not putting on his tefillin. So the Neshama's like, that's not what I came down to this world for. I was up there living in the ultimate life. You told me that it's Kedai to come down to this world because there'll be a greater Skalas Kvayt Shemayim when I come down to this world and there's something that I'll be able to be Megala down here that I wasn't able to be Megala, you know, able to do over there. That what a Yid's able to be, you know, Megala in this world is ain't a Daimah. Ain't a daimah mamish to what a malach is able to do. So I came down to this world, and then Shama says, I came down, I went into a body, and the body's not following what, what the malach upstairs told me it's going to do. The body's doing everything opposite of, of revealing Hashem. It's not living in a world of Zeh, it's living in a world of Sham. And if you could just imagine, again, this is part of the Avaidah of Roshana, part of the Avaidah of Isaiah Shmichuva, Ibn Kippur, is just to be mezbainen on the chelik of the inside of you that's suffering. Especially when the Shama suffers, the Shama goes through a, a challenging, difficult, difficult life. At, at every moment that a person is not being not being mevatel himself to rest on Hashem, then the Shama is suffering. And there's a, it, it's not, and you're not looking at somebody else and Abraham on somebody else. Abraham on yourself, you're looking internally and Pashat feeling bad. Rachmanus in a real, real teeth away. I'm feeling bad. Rachmanus, I have mercy on my neshama, on the things that I've done to my neshama over this year. Neshama didn't ask for this. It doesn't want to be involved in the things that I was involved in this past year. It prefers a pure, pristine life, a life in which it's, it's connected to the Rabbanu Shem, it's Megala, the Oraganas, that it's created to be Megala. And instead of doing that, I, my gof, took my neshama, 
and schlepped it every other place other than to the place where X marks the spot. I schlepped it everywhere other than that Oitzer of Yerushimayim, which is hiding there. And Pasha the Yid sits and the Yid feels bad. Yid is Rechmanus for the Neshama inside of him that, that, wasn't, that wasn't, wasn't, you know, utilized, wasn't actualized in the way that it should have been. And that Indian is Yaakov HaShapad HaSavram. That itself is what Shuvah looks like. Bikashna Mishama Zavai Lekecha. How? Through Pasha having Rechmanus. Pasha feeling bad for the Shechina inside of you. Baltani is a very, very scary Lashem. When he talks about, we'll see this later in time, he talks about a person doing Averis. He says, it's as if you took the head of the king and you smushed it down into the dirt. Pasha took the head of the king and smashed it down into the dirt. Why? Because Rabban Shalom is, is Shechem inside of every year. The Chelikali Kamimal is inside of you. You now got involved in Shal Tachtis. You're involved in Mamash. So it's not you. The, the Rabban Shalom didn't leave you when you're involved in that. You, you took the Rabban Shalom down with you into the Shal Tachtis. The Rabban doesn't leave you when you go down to that place. The Rabban is right there with you. Right? The Chalzarasim Loitzar, that Vetziah Shaoli Mecca, that wherever you are, the Rabban is not only Esek Shemaim Shemat, but Vetziah Shaoli Mecca, the Rabban is down there in that Siah Shaol. Now you stopped him down to that Siah Shaol. So you push over Chmonas on the Chelikali Kamimal. Push over Chmonas on the fact. The Rabbanisham is slept down. And who's the Rabbanisham inside of you? Which means the Chelik Alekai Mal. When a person is able to have real Bima Uri Rachmanas on the Chelik Alekai Mal, that itself is what Tshuva is. And the middle of this is the Avaidah. With this, for a person to be able to be Ma'iru Rachmanas on himself in order to be able to, in order to be able to be Megala, that Chelik inside of him, which is, which is, uh, which is lost. Now, what he goes on to, what he goes on to, huh? Is that what Harata is really? Yeah. It's a very, very deep Harata. It's a very, it's probably the, the type of way of having a harot is not just feeling bad, but like you're saying, having a rahmah. Right, Pasha Rahmanas, like it's. it's yeah, for the, for the real me, my neshama, which got schlepped in the thing. But your neshama feeling bad for your neshama. It's not your guf for your neshama. It's your guf. Yeah, it is your guf feeling bad. Your guf slept the neshama in the places that it should have not been. Right, but who's feeling bad? The guf in the neshama. The neshama is feeling bad, but the guf slept the neshama down there. The neshama is feeling bad. Maybe the nephesh feels bad for the neshama. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's part of the external part of you feeling bad for the in, internal part of you. That, that, that's what Shuvah is. Right. You forget about the Aleph. That's Ched, is the, is the silent Aleph. That you slap the Rabbanshim down into the, into the place of Averis. And so it's, 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 it happens in a very... It, again, just think about it. Every time a person does an Averis, there's no... The Nishama doesn't walk out from you. The Nishama stays with you at every single second. So you push it, took care of, took a Nishama, and you slept it. It's like, you know, somebody, somebody has a friend in Yeshiva, and you like... You know, he's going through a difficult time and he stops his friend for like, you know, the theaters in like 10th grade. And like, you know, like he feels bad. He has Karata. Like, I, I, the guy's a good guy. Like, why did I schlep him to such a place? Like, it, it just doesn't pass. You, must, you feel bad. Like, you have a on the guy. Like, now that I schlepped him to a place, it's so not my tip. It doesn't pass for like, who he is. So you, push, you feel bad for the places that you brought in the Shama to throughout the year. When he goes in to explain, we'll, we'll stop in, in two minutes, but he goes in to explain in the next, next part, paragraph is what happens if a person doesn't feel bad? It, was a person, it doesn't bother a person. Person sits there. He's supposed to be misbeinu. He's supposed to feel bad. She says, why does that happen? Why, why does it happen that a Yid could sit by Slachlano and just hit himself? A thousand times. It doesn't bother him. It doesn't bother you. Not you're not shaken up. But what you've done to Chelik Alekai Mal? So oh, it's a very good. So he gives a beautiful mashal. Person stubs his toe, person feels a lot of pain. Why? Because your toe is connected to your brain. I was just trying to explain to my daughter the other day that there's like, that, that there's, you know, I was trying to explain to you what nerves are. That you can cut, you know, cut off nerves because I was talking about it, you know. So I, I was talking about the concept that in your brain, the signals that are sent. So when you stub your toe, like your, it's not that your toe feels, that your brain feels the fact that you stubbed your toe. Your toe is connected to your brain. Your brain is sending, you know, 
through the nerves is sending signals of pain. Now it's going to the toe, but it's coming from all the way up here. It's coming from your brain, right? So that happens. Now that's very, very far. It's the most distant in terms of location, in terms of importance from the brain is the toenail. But when you stub your toe, it's a lot. It's, it's margesha. You feel the pain in your brain. It's only while it's still on before it gets cut off. If you cut off your fingernail and then somebody, you know, steps on your fingernail, it doesn't hurt. Why doesn't it hurt? Because it's not connected to your brain anymore. It's been cut off from your brain. We have to feel it because we are connected to the Mayach. That's the Metzias of what it means to be a Yid. Like we said in Perak Beis and Tanya, is that regardless if we are created to the Mayach of the Av, which is the Tzaddik, and he's connected, he's connected to the Mayach of the Abba, which is the Rabbani And that's the Metzias, is that even if you're Tziparni Ragla, even if you're a toenail, you're still connected all the way to the Rabbani It doesn't go it's in Golas, it's hidden under many, many, many layers, but it's still there. Right? Which means that level of Yisrael, which is Kel, is still, you're still called that. You can't compare the king who's in jail to the simple person who's not in jail. Why? What happens when a person's a king and he's stuck in jail? So uh, you can say, listen, he's in jail, doesn't have the ability to come out, but he's a king in jail. There's a big difference between a king in jail and a peasant sitting on the street. Because a king in jail in one moment, if they unlock the bars, he goes back to being a king at that moment. A peasant for a peasant to become a king is not gonna happen. So even if, um, even if that needs to sell a cuss inside of me, and again, just reading over these words could be my other person's Rahmanus on himself. Even if, even if it, it's that needs to sell a cuss and gullus and it's in jail and it's hidden deep, deep, but the toenail has to feel the pain of the brain. The brain has to feel the pain of the toenail because it's, it's one. They're one with each other. And it might be in jail and it might be far away and it might be liked up, but in one second, he says, you can move from being in the place of gullus, from being in the place of jail, and in one second, like we mentioned there, Tzadik Shirman Shabbos afternoon, that Tzadik says, all you need is one second. I'm one machshava teva, right? Shem eher believer tshuva, amakadosh, 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 isha, amakadosh, 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 one second, everything can turn around. Right, the Lashon of the Zerah Kodesh is b'shaytacha de barodach, in one hour, in one moment, a person can go from being a Russian government to being a Tzadik government. It happens at a split second. We kind of love on. Yeah, this is, but even, even this part of Pasha having real, real Rachmanus in the past could also happen. Right? can also happen in one second. It doesn't need more than that. Right, he's not with the first dargah, which is just working with kind of lava. But but the charata, which means assuming that you haven't, you know, been pagim in another chaveri, assuming it's another makam, it can happen in one second. Beshaita chada, mamish in one second, in a split second. Now, normally it takes more than that. Normally it takes more than that. Take one second, mamish in one tenuah to go from jail to out of jail to find the treasure. All it takes is one second. Tisi kaseavi right, or Nachman writes in that in the Torah and he writes in it's he talks about the concept of the Apostle of Tisikas Evid, was talking about before. He says that sometimes you get so lost on the path that we end up mamas right back to where you need, right, right where you need it to be. That the sheep can get so lost in the forest that instead, which means you go further and further away, and at a certain point you get so full blinded on the path, you end up right back where you started. So which means you can get so lost, huh? No, but then that's what David is calling out. Is is Tisik which means I'm right here. I may have gotten so lost that I'm ended up with right where I am. All I need is that little tenu echad. One of these moments, one second, I'll be right back where I need to be. You There's that, no. You see that sometimes people could be, you know, people never whatever they go, whatever it is, and they come mamish in a second. Right. Just jump right back. Mamish, one story, one tenu, and I was talking about this in shul about the guy that I met. 
Michelle was looking less far than I, but it's Michelle Hemet that like Mamish, like he had one, one like a Cyrus and he was sitting in his house and just like Pasha, like he started Bechiris Neros. Like one second, Mamish was shite the Echad, one second, he went from being like a fry guy in a, you know, in, in, in Tel Aviv, psychologist, and, and Mamish, everything, everything changed around. Tenu Echad, Bechipazim. It happens in Yitzhak, it happens in a second. Ach, so fine, so that, that's what should be happening. Ach, Masha, in a Margish, Benafshek, Eva, Pagam, Hainu, Bipneshe, Pagam, Kolkach, Ajinivar, Venechas, Mishrosh, Legamri. That's what it means, Kharis. Right? The Baltanis explained to us, what does it mean, Kharis? What is karis means that the chalil is a part of a limb of a person's body that got cut off from a cherish. That's what the word karis means, that there was, there was an amputation. That's what it means. It doesn't just mean you're going to die young. Karis means that there's an amputation from your source of life. That that needs to sell a is now no longer connected. You don't feel bad for yourself, so feel bad for the fact that you don't feel bad for yourself. So that itself should be which means naturally, I stubbed my toe. Why? Because naturally, naturally I'm lost and I'm missing the oris panim that, that I was put into this world to do. So naturally I should feel bad, but I don't feel bad. It doesn't bother me. Yom Kippur, I'm clapping al Yom Kippur, it doesn't bother me. So feel bad for the fact that you don't feel bad. Because if, do, if it doesn't bother you, then that means that there was an amputation that took place. That means that there's a certain courage that took place. That means that there was a certain, something was severed and something was cut off. And that itself is the most painful thing. The fact that, you know, a person looks down, you know, I had a friend who, who lost, you know, he lost a leg, his leg was amputated. He said like, you know, to, to, his leg was amputated as an accident and whatever it was, he was explaining to me what it was like. Like, he didn't feel his feet when he woke up from surgery. Okay, great. And then like, and then they broke the news to him that he doesn't have feet anymore. So he didn't feel his feet. Great. So he probably doesn't feel any pain. That's not great. That, that means that there was an amputation that took place, that it's no longer there. The that's, that's the biggest, that's like phantom pain is when... Yeah, it's it, the, they, people continue to feel pain in a, in a leg. That's not there. Right. called phantom pain. They, right. Yeah, oh, so I don't know what that is. Huh? Yeah, but here I'm talking about, but it, 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 the pain is over the fact that you, you can't feel the pain. That, that itself is the pain, which means after surgery, if a person has surgery in his foot, it should, it should be in a lot of pain. He didn't feel the pain, and that itself is the biggest sign that something's wrong, something's off, something's not there, that the foot's not there anymore. And that itself is the pain. So on, on Yom Kippur, you sit there and you pasha brachmanas, during Elul, Anilo, Daidi, Vedaidi, you pasha brachmanas on the fact that, that I want to be able to be Magala, the fact that the Rabbanu Shalom, the Oris Panam is right here. But I don't feel that. So if you don't feel that, we don't feel it. So that itself is, we have to have even more Rachmanas over the fact that we don't feel it. That's really what he says. The third darga, I'll just speak this out outside. The third darga, he says that if a person, even this doesn't work, the third darga is that's where Yisurim come in. And that's where the concept of Yisurim come in. He says that it works with an ish that a fire is able to be ma'ira a person's neshama, and that ish can purify a person. Same way we know an ish is the highest level of, of tahara and kalim of a galas kalim is libun. Libun is when it's used with ish. I call 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 be ish is tavara be ish has to be burnt out with ish, and therefore the highest level of you know of uh, burning something out is with ish. Now the Baltani writes as the lashon to see the one side for one second. He writes vina ish on the top of you know, 64 or whatever, on Lamed Bey's Dalet. It says, Which means to have Yisurim, to be ma'ari you to have Rachmanus in yourself, not everybody's Zeichat to have Yisurim. Right? It's Kishmak Alash, like, What's it called? 
is what the sense from Az Yarashem Panav Bechinis Aris Panav Elam, which means so then the goal is if you don't still don't feel the Rachmanas, then you have to get to the third darga, and the third darga is that you push it, you put yourself through Sigufim and Tanesim as part of what happens on Tishba on, on, on Yom Kippur is part of the Tanesim and Sigufim is also push it to be Ma'ira that Ish to be able to get ourselves back to that place to be able to have uh, to be able to have um, have have that Rachmanas. But the Zidur and Ish Lamal and that's again Yisurim is Lavkal Adam Zaychet Yisurim, right? The pasuk says you know Esashem Esasher Yuav Hashem you know. Hashem Yechiach. The Rebbe Hashem is only Mechiach, he who he loves. So that's the third argument, which means the first argument is Rechmanus and himself. The second argument is if you don't have Rechmanus and himself, have Rechmanus, they don't have Rechmanus. And if even that doesn't work, then you have to get into the Tanesim and Sigufim, and that itself will be a person to be able to get to the place of... Uh, that's only as long as he's present, and his, his, his nephew's taking over. It's that he's so far from it. Right, there's a book, Hashem Mishama, we're talking about the guy who wants to be a Jew, the guy who wants to be a that's the, the process of truth. There's a Nitzitzelikos hiding inside of you, and now I've got hidden deeper. You have to uncover it. How do you uncover it? Meisham, from the place that Averis, to be to, to think about it. What do I think about? Rachmanas. If that doesn't work, I have Rachmanas. And the fact that I don't have Rachmanas, and that doesn't work, then I go into Tanis and then just the last ice, and ice Gimel, he just explains that even once a person, it's a very, very fundamental ice to learn, that even once a person is Magal Vehava Mesuteris, you need to kill him for that. Which means it's, you need Kalim for that. It's not enough to be Magala the Yahava inside of you if you don't do something practically, if you don't take that and put it into Kalim. Which means it tightens up in the Psikkim in, in, in Cherashirim. But you need to be able to put it into a Kali, and the Kali says it's Torah, and Torah Shabbat, Torah Shabbat, you have to put it into a Kali. Otherwise, the Yahava, so I'm a Yahava, and you keep it, I'm a all the Yahava. If I don't put it somewhere, if I don't have a place to put it, so then, then it, it, it's Ahava, but it, it's like we mentioned you know, many times in the Zerika, there's that Ahava and Yura, the, the Tregadfin. It's the two wings, but the wings without the bird are not going to be anything. And therefore, you need the Kalim, which means you need to then take that Ahava that you were able to be Ma'ur through the process of Tshuva. And I found the Rabbanish of the Sada. Do something with it. Now, now be involved in a process of Kalim, which is Torah and Mitzvahs, creating that Kalim for that Ur of Ahava that you discovered through the month of Anila, to create a Makam. That's really like the Sukkah is the Kalim that's created after a person does Tshuva. Right, so we create like this new keli, which is dear, is the megala, and that's the or of Hashem is sheichen inside the sukkah. That's what happens. Right, see, minat hakapkeni, the or of Hashem is sheichen there, and the shpizim there. It's it's we create like this new dwelling space, which is created a keli, which is created for that or, which is which happens. I mentioned, I think before from the Sfasemis. So the Sfasemis says that the reason why we have to build a sukkah after Amatzim Kippur is because b'makom shavali tshuva aydim in tzadikim gumurim mechel mamli. So you can't go back into the same house you lived in because that's b'makom that's b'makom tzadikim. Now you're b'alchuva, so you have to create a new space, and that new space is called the sukkah. Okay, now that's my. It sounds like a Q var, but it's not a Q var. It's a very, very tief of var. Hmm? You have to start building it. in Kippur. You start building that that new makam of you know from Chuvim Ha'ala. But but that's what it is. it's not a Q var. It's it's, it's a mistake. This was a very very like every var. This was a mistake. He's being magal something very tief. It's you have to create a new makam for that ark because that ark that's created is a different type of ark than the ark you had before. And you have to now create a keli for it. That keli looks like a sukkah. That keli looks like a makam. A sukkah is the shemes shemes of avayas. The Indian of sukkah create now a makam for Ashras Hashchina, which that's what you lost during you know before Elul and before you started doing chuvah you lost. The needs to tell the inside of you it wasn't just nignans, but that was nevad. It got lost, and now you found it. And now, because the melech was in the southern, it was more easier, more accessible. Now that you discovered nilo daidi, now you appreciate the vadaidili, the havan the year that come through the month of Tishrei. Okay, we should be able to, to finish off the month of Elul in the, in the way which is proper. Mitzvah